time tomorrow, everything can change. Everything I promised you, you thought I had forgotten. You thought you couldn't have it. You thought the time had passed. But the Lord said, I will create the time again. I will bring the time back into the realm of possibility. Revival is coming. And when that revival hits, there's not a disease in existence that stands in His presence. I want to thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, tonight's going to be a special night. We've got Josh and Bethany's going to be here with us and Bev, and we're just excited about what's taking place. Just a reminder, coming up in the April, beginning of May, we have Robin Bullock that'll be with us, and, and uh, I know you're not going to want to miss that. It's going to be a powerful time. Uh, we've got people calling in from all over, so if you're going to be here, you need to get here early. I believe the place is going to be packed out, and the place in New Orleans will be packed out. So I believe we'll have uh, just seating room only, and um, probably people will be standing up for the services. And so we're excited about what God's doing and excited about the word that's going to be coming to this region and uh, to just to hear what, what God is saying from someone else and, and uh, listening to the things that, it, that he has prophesied. And uh, looking at the accuracy is just incredible. But the thing that I like the most is not so much, I do love the prophetic word. I mean, we live for that. But, but the revelation that he has in interpreting the word is incredible. And you're going to enjoy the, the preaching ministry and also the prophetic ministry. It's going to be great. And uh, so you want to be here for that. It's going to be good. Tonight, um, Bev, I don't know if you're going to start. Or I'm not. You're not? <laughs> well, we're going to let Josh, Josh begin tonight. Oh. And uh, we're going we're to have a good time just throwing things back and forth here tonight. All right. Well, good evening, everyone. We're glad that you're joining us. We are excited about the meeting, and our minds have been running and racing about that. And just to echo what Pastor said, you know, I watch Robin's services, and uh he is such an incredible teacher of the word. Uh, he really yes. is. Uh, and I was listening to him, and he said there was a time where he spent six to eight hours a day just diving in the word of God. And I'm like, wow, that's discipline. You know, I would love to have eight hours to study the word, you know. Uh, but, you know, when you get to that place with God, you know, it's not, you know, I was reading this morning, I was praying, and, and, and I hope this helps you. It's like, you know, a lot of times Christians, we read for content. Right. You know, but content, I gave a presentation to my work today, and I said, it's not really about the content. Like, even when we went through our John Maxwell training and speaking, content is great. Content really is good. People need to have good content but it's about connecting you know what i mean and understanding right. and, and so when they say about public speaking is well you can have great content but if you don't make your message like it was meant for that individual right. you won't connect with them now when it comes when it comes to the word of god if we're just reading for content but come on we're not connecting with god and it's not becoming like the lord has a personal message for us in just a little while we will lose interest even reading our Bible That's and spending right. time in prayer. So, um, you know, I think uh, the church, um, and when I say the church, I mean the church worldwide, we're still working on spiritual disciplines that we need. Um, 
I think they were they were great. I mean, you go back to the Moravians. Oh my gosh! And, and you know, if you want to talk about people that could pray, the Moravians. Actually, Moravian Falls, North Carolina. I shared this with you many times. They had two people praying twenty-four hours a day, and it did not cease for one hundred years. Now I've been to Moravian Falls, uh, and um, it's an incredible place. And they say there's so much angelic visitation activation because the land was bathed in prayer, and so um, and you know just such an impact. And I can look around and see where well, he's like, I don't see Moravian churches, no, but you see United Methodist churches with a cross with a flame on it. And the Moravians met John Wesley. Come on, and he said, Wow, I've never seen such people that have passion with God. And then he got started filled with the Holy Ghost, and, and the Methodist Methodists were like the Pentecostals back in the day, man. They believed in tongues, prophecy, laying out. Come on, they laid hands. They didn't hold back. That's why there's a flame on the cross. And so I see the evidence of a move of God, but that move of God has died because another generation didn't take it on and continue to pass it on, but it came something about content, mm -hmm. and it never became personal to the next right. generation, and they let it fall That's by the good. wayside. And so... Um, I'm going to share with you in Psalms chapter 78 tonight. And, uh, you know, hopefully this will have a personal word for you. It says, listen, O my people, listen to my instructions. Incline your ears to the words of my mouth. I will open up my mouth in a parable, and I will utter dark sayings of old. Now, this is in Psalms, but Jesus, he spoke in parables. It says, you know, it's for... The glory of God to conceal a matter, right? But it's for the king, right? I'm paraphrasing. I don't have the scripture from me to seek it out. Mm -hmm. And see, God utters mysteries. Come on, there's mysteries of God. Uh, and and I've, I've heard you preach about mysteries of God, uh, you know, many times that, you know, we're not diving into and seeing because it's not easy. It's not surface level, I should say. And a lot of times in our society, we want... Uh, a surface level answer you know the med science field i work they call it synoptic answers you know when doctors are looking at clinical content they don't want to have to dig and research they want something served up on a, a silver platter real quick so they can glance at it and go about their day and i think the church has largely become like that hey i want to google the verse i want google to find it for me i want to see the 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 part a of the verse that i want to see don't need to see part b and c and and i just want that because this is what i need right now but there's so so much that we're missing in God because we right. have not studied and searched out. He says in verse three, we have we have heard and known, and our fathers had told us, and we will not conceal them from the children, but to tell the generations the praises of the Lord to come and His strength and His wonders wondrous works that he has done for he has established a testimony in Jacob and appointed a law in Israel. And let me tell you, Jacob. I preached the whole service about Blizzard Breakaway and Jacob. Boy, Jacob was a rascal. Oh, my gosh, Jacob was a rascal. He came out the womb of rascal, okay? So if you got children that come out of the womb that are rascals, it's okay. God can wrestle with them and give them a new name. And what I mean by new name, come on, is a new nature. See, when God wrestled with Jacob, come on, from that day forward, his walk changed forever. And when we meet God, come on, when we meet God in the wilderness, when we meet God in different places, our walk will change forever. And he said, no longer do I call you Jacob, but I call you Israel. And out of this rascal, come on, came 12 sons. 
who became the twelve tribes of Israel. One being Judah. Come on. Now, th th I'm, I'm going to go back to my message years ago because this is so key. It doesn't matter what your past is. Actually, I was praying on the way over here, and the Lord, I was reading some stuff today. And so many people have been forgiven spiritually, but they hold on to things in their soul from years ago. And, 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 we, and we talked about soul and spirit last week. But listen, Jacob was a rascal. I mean, his name, it means Sir Planner. You know, who will, <laughs> here comes the Sir Planner. I mean, how would you like to be named that as a child? And listen, he then stole his brother's birthright. Come on, his brother wanted to kill him. Come on, he had, I mean, I know some of you got some family situations, but I don't know how many of you had to leave because your brother's trying to kill you. But when it gets to that point, it's kind of bad. And so <laughs> Jacob has these sons, and after he, God changed his walk, come on, and he became Israel, and he had one son named Judah. Come on, who were Jesus? Jesus came from come on he had a son named Joseph come on he had son named Issachar and out of this rascal Dan all these tribes of Israel came about and so God can change your law and so he said he established come on a testimony in Jacob come on he established a testimony in my life he's established a testimony in your life he's changed your walk when he met you in which he commanded his forefathers, they should teach them to their children, and the generation to come might even know, um, the generation to come might know even the children yet to be born. Come on, and this was kind of back where we were talking about why the spiritual things have fallen off, because it hasn't been passed down from generation to generation, that they may arise and tell them to their children. They should put their confidence in God and not forget the works of God. Come on, but keep his commandments. I mean, how sometimes in life, let's just be honest, sometimes we're like, God, where are you? But we forget about the five things he answered the week before when we needed a breakthrough. Come on. When we needed God to show up, I'm going to tell you, every time that I needed God to show up in my life, he has shown up. He has never left me. Come on. And I'm standing here today um, by the goodness of God, the mercy of God, the grace of God. And so I'm going to tell you what, we sometimes forget, but man, if you would journal and write back, that's why the shepherds had a staff, because they would mark it, and every time God, come on, every I believe that David, when he was out there in the field tending the sheep, every time he took upon the lion a bear, every time there was bandits trying to steal the sheep, every time wild animals would come, he would mark another mark in that staff, and he would remember. And so when he stood against Goliath, he had a staff where he had complete confidence that God showed up here, and he showed up here, and he showed up here and it looked impossible here but he showed up here and even my father didn't even didn't think I was even worthy enough to come before the prophet to be to even consider to be king and yet God showed up and waited for me and he brought me here God has been faithful amen yep. and he says not to be like their fathers a stubborn and rebellious generation a generation did not Listen, this is so key, and this is why we're at in some places, a generation that did not prepare its heart. We have a whole generation that did not prepare its heart. And I, and I shared this with you years ago, and I'm going to go there. Back in the 60s, I'm just going to tell you, America has not healed from the Vietnam War. Right. I'm going to tell you, I was praying one day, and the Lord told me, listen, we had a time and a season where there were many young people being drafted and sent off and then when they came back they were shamed come on and, and listen it, and then we had the people that didn't go to war that they were friends they started rebellion and they started the free sex and drug movement and now the 
the young people that we see today are the grandchildren of that generation. And all of that has been passed down, and it was a gaping wound in our nation. And I'm going to say, we have not even healed from that time. We had a generation that didn't prepare its heart and whose spirit was not faithful to God. The sons of Ephraim were archers equipped with bows. You only have a bow to hunt and fight. Yet they turned their back in the day of battle. And they did not keep the covenant of God. They refused to walk in his law and they forgot his deeds. And his miracles that he shown them, he wrought wonders before their fathers in the land of Egypt in the field of Zone. He divided the sea and calls to pass through. He made the water stand up like a heat. And then he led them by a cloud by day and a fire by night. He split the rocks in the wilderness and gave them abundant drink like the ocean depths. He brought them forth in streams also from the rock, and he caused the waters to run down like rivers. I don't know, but if you've ever been in the desert, you kind of get thirsty. I've been to Honduras, and, uh, and I'm going to tell you what. And in the daytime, it was hot, like 110 degrees hot, and at nighttime, it was freezing. And so I'm so, and I understand why there was a pillar of fire by night, because it's dark and it's cold, and you need to see and you need to be warm. And at daytime, it's hot. And so God didn't give them more fire. Come on, He gave them a cloud to cover them. Amen. And, and He said, and even in all this that they saw, dying thirst. God splitting rocks open and giving them water and running like streams in a desert place, they still continue to sin against him, to rebel against the most high in the desert. And in their heart, they put God to test by asking according to their food, according to their desire. They spoke against God, and they said, Can God prepare a table in the wilderness? And behold, he struck the rock so waters gushed out, and the streams were overflowing. And then after that, they said, Can he give bread also? I mean, at some point, it's like, it's like the child that you gave all the candy to and then wants more candy. At some point, the parent's going to step in and say, hey, you're being a little bit ungrateful. Come on. And sometimes we need the Jehovah slap. Amen. We need to license that. The Jehovah slap. <laughs> and therefore, the Lord, the Lord heard, and he was full of wrath. And a fire was kindled against Jacob, and anger was also mattered against Israel because they did not believe in God and trust in his salvation. The Jehovah slap. <laughs> I don't know why he's looking at me and saying that. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just joking. Um, it's so funny because there's only one time when Jesus lost it, and he lost it on the church, you know. But then when we get mad as Christians, we want to say, well, you know what? I'm justified because, you know, it's <laughs> only one time, right? But, uh, but sometimes we do need that Jehovah slap. Amen. Uh, I, I'm just going to be led by the Spirit tonight. There's, like, so many things that are in me that I feel like to share. Um, I feel like to talk about breaking delays. I feel like to talk about breaking out. Um, so we're just going to see what goes on for my portion. We'll pass this mic around. But so good to see everybody. And glad that y'all came out tonight. Glad that those of you are tuning in uh, to what we've got going on. And um, God is awesome. Amen. You know, uh, we're in the fourth month of this year. 
And for those of you who, you know, study the study numbers, biblical meaning, you know, there is significance in all of those things, very prophetic things. And number four uh, means creation, you know, and um, creation. I believe that in this season that we're in, um, that God is creating new things. God is doing new things. He's always doing new things. You know, um, even as us as believers, when we give our life to Christ, we, the old things have passed away and, you know, we have become a new creation, new creature. Other translations say, you know, in him. And, um, and I'm just believing that this month, that there's some new things that are being created in our life. There's some new things that God is doing, um, and the creator is creating. He's still creating. And he's making a way, creating a way uh, for us to be able to break out of whatever the hindrances are. You know, just uh, there's there's a lot of great things that are going on. I know that a lot of us can just taste the victory. We can just taste the breakthrough because it's so close. But it's so funny that, or not really funny, like I'm not sitting around laughing about it, but it's interesting that Every time that we feel like we're getting closer to the breakthrough, that we're getting closer to attaining the miracle, that then it's like all chaos, all distractions that demand our time to steal our time, uh, you know, suck the life out of us or endeavor to do so. We're things that we have to give attention to. It's not things that we can ignore. It's things that in the natural we have to, to give attention to. And, and I believe that, that, that in, in situa in situations like that, we are human. And we are normal, you know, natural people, um, but we live by the Spirit. And so we have to take and stand up in, in the natural moments like that where we know that there's distractions, there's deliberate demonic distractions, there's deliberate things that are stealing my time where I could be using it in other ways, where we've got to, even aloud, just begin to exercise our spiritual authority and to begin to talk. And to silence the demonic spirits that are in our way that are trying to uh, to steal that you're not going to steal my time you're not going to steal my finances um, you're not going to cause havoc in my life you know I am going to receive the miracle I am going to receive breakthrough because this is what God's promised and I believe that this is where a lot of us as believers are is that we're in a place of uh, you know, the, the crossing over that finish line and some, not that we're finished, you know, but crossing over that victory line, uh, and the enemy is doing everything that he can to try to bring distractions our way. Amen. And, um, I believe that as we rise up and understand, take a moment, you know, after we deal with the reality of situations, then to use our spiritual authority to, uh, to begin to speak in the atmosphere. You know, we have the authority to speak. You know, God, if God spoke creation into existence and we are his children and we have been given authority, how important are the words in which that we speak? You know, and um, my mom preached a message years ago called Cancel by Complaint, which was so powerful. And just the title has always just been in my head, you know, because there's a, it's so easy for me to complain. It's so easy for me to, you know, say things, you know, and we're going to do it at times. Right. You know, I'm not no condemnation for those who live in Christ Jesus, you know, but to remind ourselves that, you know, of situations that that, you know, God is. There's always a spiritual battle, you know, there's always spiritual things, you know, I remember last week before we came on Wednesday, uh, I was crying and all upset about stuff and Josh had to, you know, help me and pep me up and, you know, everybody had to help me. 
And so, and then I survived, you know, and then to come in here and minister to people, you know, because <laughs> sometimes we're just human. So it's going to happen. But, um, anyway, so, you know, I just feel like that's where we are is we're in a place where that there's, there's things that God is doing. And it's like right there, you know, and the enemy knows it too. And he's trying everything he can to try to bring distractions and try to derail our focus, which he's not going to win. Amen. He's not going to do that. Um, as I said, you know, I feel kind of scattered even still at the moment about exactly what to share. But um, I'm going to go and I'm going to go here is talking about breaking the power of the delayer. And, you know, delays come from Satan. They don't come from God. You know, God is a God of acceleration. And I believe that in this year that there are already things that God has accelerated in our life. Amen. Things that was stolen from us in 2020, right? Uh, it seemed like a time or, you know, even jobs that people have lost jobs, people have lost opportunities seemingly, but God has it all in control when we give him control. And so, but then there's a part for us to play as believers. There's a part for us to play as in, in the aspect of understanding who we are in God and not allowing, um, the, the, the delayer, the demonic forces to, to overcome us and to delay what God has promised. So we have to stand up and we've got to speak to those demonic forces. It's called spiritual warfare. I, you know, and I was in high school, you know, I, I grew up, we always, you know, um, mom and dad and then my grandfather, the ministry that grew up in, we were very much into the whole understanding of spiritual warfare, you know. Not that we know everything. I don't mean it like that. I just meant we were very much teaching and hungry for, for that. And um, there was a, a very large church that was in the city <clears throat> that, um, you know, doing a great work and, and what have you. But there's a lot of the people were very confused because they, they were very hurt and whatever like that. Because if, although this was a spirit-filled church, the pastor was very open and said, there's no such thing as spiritual warfare. There's no such thing as spiritual warfare. So then people would come to our church and, and go to counseling and, or, you know, uh, and try to understand, okay, well then how do we overcome? How do we win? You know, how to, how, you know, how, how can addictions be broken? How can, what is this whole life about? What is the Holy Spirit for? You know, uh, not, not that that's the only, you know, job of the Holy Spirit, but the Holy Spirit helps us to combat, you know, all of these different things. And so there is such a thing as spiritual warfare. And it's actually a daily, maybe even an hourly, <laughs> maybe even a minute by minute, you know, battle. And it's nothing for us as, uh, as believers to be discouraged because when you know who you are in Christ, then you know that your Christ, your God that lives within you is bigger than any demonic force, bigger than any witch in the area. Uh, bigger than any um, demonic spirit, those that may be speaking against you, that they have no power over you. Uh, because it's not Bethany, but it's the fact that Bethany has yielded to the Holy Spirit, that you've yielded to the Holy Spirit and, and that Christ lives within you. And so it doesn't matter what anybody says, but your God is greater than, and it doesn't matter. You know, I mean, living in South Louisiana, you know, when we moved here, from New Orleans, which New Orleans, you know, is known for witchcraft. It's known for inviting um, demonic spirits into the region. And then I guess what has it been 15 years or so that we moved to 45 minutes away, planted this campus here. 
I'm telling you what, there's just about as much witchcraft in this area than there is in New Orleans. And people don't want to say that, but there is. There's a whole lot of religious uh, uh, witchcraft that's in the churches in this region. There is a lot of actual witches that practice and are very, you know, that are in this region. Uh, even as I'm saying that, I could feel that, and that's okay. That's okay. Um, but there, there is such a thing as spiritual witchcraft. And, and, um, when we are trying to break things that the enemy is bringing our way to our family, to our children, to our finances, you know, the enemy will attack our finances. The enemy will attack anything that he can, um, to try to bring delays. And if he could bring delays, then it slows down the progression of the promise and the possession of the promise. And so we must rise up. We must, as believers, understand that we could take authority over that, over that demonic spirit, and we have the power to break it. And many times it requires out loud to, to speak into the atmosphere um, that fear, you, you have no place in this house. You can feel it coming on fear. You're not welcome in this house. Um, you know, uh, trying to destroy my finances. You're not welcome here. You have to, and, and to, to actually speak, you know, to speak out loud, um, to begin to tell those demonic forces that you have no hold over my life, over my family, the children that I'm praying for. Um, you know, three duties of a Christian that Jesus uh, began to share with the disciples is, you know, there's praying, there's giving, and there's fasting. And it's actually not optional for a life of a believer. It's actually like, you know, this is, this def these three things define a Christian. Okay, so I guess on the flip side, if these are not active in our life, then are you a Christian? You know, I don't know. You know, but these are duties. These are the responsibilities of believers. Um, they're expected of us. And again, it's giving, praying, and fasting. And no, I'm not, I'm not, uh, you know, receiving an offering. But even if it was, you'd be fine. It'd be okay. So, uh, cause the ones who are offended by that don't have giving active in their life. So there you have it. Um, so it's impossible to go to a deeper level of authority without these three operating in our life. So if these are, if this is what Christ has expected in your life and, and you know, like, Hey, you know what? I, I, I'm trying to break certain things. I'm trying to break delays. I'm trying to break, you know, these obstacles, these, uh, you know, these things, addictions, you know, whatever it is that that's a hindrance to you reevaluate. Okay. Am I properly aligned? Am I properly aligned in the aspect of what Christ, not that I said, but in, in, in Matthew, Mark, and in Luke begins to tell the disciples, uh, you know, the duties of Christian, which is giving, praying, and fasting. So to reevaluate that, you know, if everything is not okay, everything's going, you know, not so great, reevaluate that, okay? In the event, all of these things that you are active, because there's a lot of people that all of these are active, but we're still going to have opposition okay but when i have these three active in my life i have the authority to overcome does that make sense so it doesn't mean that if i have opposition then well you know i must i must be missing one of these three no it doesn't necessarily mean that but it means that i have the authority if, if these are active in my life then i have actual spiritual authority in my life um as a believer that i can tear down strongholds that I can break demonic spirits that are coming against me. But if I don't have them active in my life, then I, then I'm not going to be able to go to that next level. Does that make sense?
And so, um, so anyway, so the importance, you know, we, we talk about fasting every January and then there's a uh, January we go corporately fasting. You know, there's times in our lives, you know, where we go to fast because we're needing something in our life. We're needing breakthrough for our family or physical situation, or there's, you know, we're desperate for a miracle. And so we, we go into fast or, or in times of prayer and seeking God and, and shutting other things out, you know, to break things off our life, strongholds, habits, addictions, or just to even get close closer to God. Because when we go through that time of fasting, it actually, when we starve the natural, it begins to starve the the flesh. You know, uh, it's interesting, but it, it happens. And then we're actually able to hear clearer in the spirit realm. And, and I don't mean just from God. Yes, we hear from God, but those, you know, when you totally yield to the Holy Spirit, then you tune in to the whole spirit world. So there's things that you begin to feel, things that you begin to experience. You know, I know that um, for myself personally, you know, there's been certain checkpoints in my spiritual walk where, I, you know, going into that fasting mode, going into that pressing in mode um, that I want more of God and, and, and going into that deeper level, I just wanted more of him. And then it was like, all of a sudden I would start feeling like things, feeling like, uh, like panic. I'm like, there's nothing for me to be panicked about or feeling, you know, uh, you know, just various things that, and like, what's going on? And I try to evaluate like, what is going on? And then thinking there's something wrong with me. And, and then lo and behold, I'll, I'll find out so-and-so's having a panic attack or, you know, someone's dealing with such and such or they're, de and I'm like, I begin to learn that God was uh, a lot, the Holy Spirit would, that's how he was speaking to me so that he could give me those, um, uh, you know, I, I don't know the ex exact word, but like uh, impressions, I guess, you know, these impressions for me to pray against and to pray about. And so everything that we feel, when we're in that mode of praying and fasting and, and, and or just in, even in, you know, uh, just living a life of the Spirit, that we're going to feel things that doesn't always mean that it's us. It means that God, and we may not ever know why we're feeling it, but if we yield our life to the Spirit of God, then um, we just say, okay, God, you're allowing me to feel this, so I know you're telling me to pray against this demonic spirit. That's intercession. You know, and that's, 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 uh, what a powerful thing that that is, is that when God begins to reveal to you those secret things and that, that we have, uh, the upper hand in the spirit realm of what the enemy is trying to do, even to people that are connected in our, in our church, people connected to, in our family, uh, or, or God, Holy Spirit forewarns, you know, I, I you know, I, there's, I, I can't live without the Holy Spirit. You know, salvation is, is most beautiful thing. You know, and all of heaven rejoices, but that's not where it stops. I have my eternal security, but while I'm here on this earth, there's something greater and there's a hunger inside of me for the supernatural. See, we were all born and created for desire of the supernatural. That's why, you know, Halloween with all the horror movies and all the stuff, you know, the, when, you know, I don't even know if movie theaters are even open right now, but I guess they are, but you know, they, they, they sell out of everything, right? Because there's a hunger for the supernatural, even though that's negative and you don't need to open your eye gates to that. Uh, there's open doors that happen when you, when you entertain those demonic movies, um, and, and shows, things like that. Um, there's some people that think that's okay to be a Christian and to entertain those things, but you open up doors in your spirit. You open up doors in your, in your life for, uh, for the enemy to have a hold in there. And so, um, you just need to ask the Lord to, 
you know, to help you with that. And God will set you free from that. But we don't want any hold. You know, Genesis uh, begins to tell us that sin lieth at the door. It desires to have you. And so it's waiting for just any moment. And so, you know, that's why, like, even, uh, you know, with our three-year-old, like, we were so cautious. Like, anything, like, we got rid of cable. You know, I'm not preaching against cable, but we got rid of cable. That's what we felt like we should do at the time, you know. And, and, and because just of things and, like, commercials and just the little door. I mean, some of the commercials, like, did I just, did I just see that? Did I just, I don't want to see that. You know, I don't want my child seeing that. And as much as I can, uh, you know, as much as we can, we want to protect those. I will protect our eyes. You know, there's some married couples in church that think it's okay because they're married to watch, you know, some movies that are not okay. <laughs> you know, uh, 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 that I won't go into because of the audience that we have uh, with young ones in here. But that think it's okay because we're married, then we can watch and entertain those things because we're married with inappropriate things. No, that's not okay. Because that's opening up doors. That's not even healthy for you and your spouse, you know? And um, anyway, this is not a marriage situation. So I'm pretty much done. But it just I guess I just, you know, really feeling to, to be challenged or to challenge the audience tonight as far as, you know, uh, breaking delays. It may, may not be delays that you're facing. It may be, you know, other situations that the enemy wants to have. He has an upper hand in our life um, when we uh, don't stand up and take our rightful place in the, in the kingdom of God, you know. And um, when we look at the life of Daniel, uh, you know, Daniel is the one who, you know, invented, so to speak, the, the 21 day Daniel fast and, uh, or da uh, 21 day fast, which we call the Daniel fast. And, um, you know, it was during the time where Daniel was in the Babylonian captivity. And, um, and, and just to talk about Babylon for a second is Babylon means confusion. Okay. So we, we know that the, the, the enemy will bring a cloud of confusion to try to derail us from the breakthrough, you know, and we know that, that, you know, it was on the first day, the Lord said, it says in the, in scripture, that was on the first day that Daniel prayed on, you know, that the answer was, was it already there? It was in heaven, but there was a war. There was warfare that had to take place. So, so the thing about it is, is that you're, it's not that God hasn't answered whatever it is that you need or that you have asked him for. It's not that it, it's not there. It's not that he has not answered. It's that he's answered, but it's up to us to go get it. And it's up to us to tear down demonic forces. It's up to us to, to press in and, and for us to, uh, you know, expose demonic spirits and, and to continue to pray, to continue to stay focused in the midst of confusion because he's living in confusion. He's, he's in Babylon. You know, he's living in it. Some of us be like, maybe, you know, uh, we're living in confusion, you know? There's a lot of confusion going on right now in the news, I'll tell you that. So, you know, but we need, and we need, our answer is there. The answer for, for this nation, this answer for us individually, it's there. But we, as the body of believers, stay focused in the midst of everything being confusion for us to pull down that answer because the answer is there. And, and that's how, that is how we continue to see breakthrough in our life is, you know, interestingly enough, 21, you know, is three sets of seven. Uh, and seven is completion. 
And, um, you know, it's very interesting how when you when you look at that, how that God completed that. It was at the end of those three sets of seven, um, the 21 days that God completed it. It was it was already there, but it was in it was manifested to him. The answer and the breakthrough was there. And um, so, you know, desperate time, it call desperate times call for a desperate measure. Sometimes God has to shake you to break you. You know, I know that a lot of times, you know, because God is a jealous God. And when there's things that we're going forward in life and maybe we're just doing going with the motions and we're not that we're, we're not in sin or anything like that. But we're just, you know, seem like everything's going good. And then, bam, you know, it's like. Okay, what just happened? And, uh, you know, the thing about it is, is that a lot of times that God will cause, in order for miracles to take place, many times, they, they, well, there has to be desperation. There has to be that, that's what desperation is what produces the miracles. It is what produces. Um, and I believe that that's where we are as, as a nation, is that we're in a desperate state. And, and God is not one that when we ask for bread, he won't give us a stone, but in fact, he's going to give us just what we need. And I believe that we're in that, uh, we're in this season. We're in the creation month, number four, God's a creator. There's new things that are being done. Uh, God is going to, God is, uh, the answer is already here. Um, and, uh, there, there's some shaking that's going on and, and shaking is not comfortable. But shaking is necessary, amen, for us to, uh, to, to get the answer, to bring it down to, to our, um, our present circumstance. And, uh, there's a whole lot more I have here, but that's pretty much, you know, the gist of, of what I, uh, feel to talk about in, in the whole thing about, you know, breaking delays, breaking, you know, I feel like some of us are just dealing with that. We're feeling, you know, dealing with all those things, but don't give up. Because the answer's there, amen. The answer has already been there on the first day you cried out to him. But we keep persevering, we keep praying, we keep believing, we keep standing. And we know that, that God is going to do so. I believe that even this month that we're going to see significant miracles of, of things that we've been praying for, you know, in, individually, for our family, for our loved ones that are not serving the Lord. And, um, you know, we just have to have understanding. You know, an understanding Understanding means, or, or understanding is, it's focus or clarity. So when I have understanding of my authority, that means I have focus and I have clarity in the midst of Babylon confusion. You know, it doesn't matter what's around you. You know, it really doesn't. It doesn't matter what's around you because we set the atmosphere. So whatever the atmosphere is, in a place when we go in because of the authority we have in within us it commands the atmosphere to change so babylon changes you know to uh to peace and and to joy amen and and so it doesn't matter uh even what what the enemy's schemes are what the enemy's plans are it, it it doesn't matter because when we have understanding of who we are of who god is in us focus and clarity on that we can see clearly in the midst of any situation, and we're going to pull down that answer. Amen. And I'll just say Habakkuk 2.3 says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Amen. So the vision is yet for an appointed time. And it, it brought about, God brings understanding to make the visions that we have come to pass. How many of you have things that God's given to you and you haven't seen yet? 
<laughs> I know I am. You know, but I, I, we believe and we stand that it's going to happen. Yeah. It brought about uh, the know-how. To God brings the know-how and how to make the vision happen and the timing for that. So um, we're not going to wait idly for those things to take place. We're going to do our part. Amen. And nothing positions us better for breakthrough than when we are, we have giving, praying, and fasting. Amen. You know, just speaking of months, you know, um, I always look at the Hebrew calendar. Why? Because we have God as you know, Jesus was a Hebrew, right? And so uh, he was an American, but um, he was Hebrew. And this month is the month of Nisa, which is actually linked with the month of the tribe of Judah, which is the warring tribe. Amen. And so I was thinking about our church today, and I said, you know, there's I watch a lot of churches and just see what they do. And there's, there's churches that have special callings. But you know what was special about our church is that we are a warring tribe. And the word Judah and the tribe of Judah was good that because Judah went first and they brought forth the sound and they were ready for battle and our the even the names of our church is praise church and um you know you know which means judah and, and it praise means you know judah and pray uh, you know what i mean in hebrew judah and praise are the same and so uh you know and so you know i just want to pray for people because you know really that's what god has gifted us to do is to war come on uh you know we have we have scholarly stuff we understand certain things but we're not um you know that's not academic is not our flow but we are a warring tribe amen and you know we can stand for breakthroughs for people and i just want to pray real quick as you're talking about this i just feel encouraged to start to pray for people come on that need breakthrough. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, come on. I, we come to you now, Lord God. And, Father, we release the shout of praise, Lord God, over people's lives right now, Father. I just pray that those that need financial turnarounds, Lord God, Father, where it seems like the rivers and the supply has, has dried up, Lord God, I command the heavens to open over them, Lord God. Father, that finances would be loosed in the name of Jesus, Father. I just thank you, Lord God, where there has been lack, there shall be abundance. And we shall see a reversal of things in people's life. For you are a covenant God. And, uh, and we remind you now of your covenant for people, Lord God. So I just release breakthrough in finances over people, Lord God. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come. Father, for the body of Christ was wounded for our transgressions, Lord God, and our iniquities, Lord God. And Father, that you paid for our healing, our deliverance, and our salvation, Lord God. Father, for those that are watching and in the house tonight, Lord God, that are far from you, Lord God. Father, we smash the lie of the enemy over them, Lord God. Father, if they have repented, you have forgiven. It's not that maybe you have forgiven. God, if they have repented, you have forgiven, Lord God. And I just thank you that you are a faithful God. And I just remove, Lord God, the yokes upon people in the spiritual places, Lord God. Father, just as Jesus said, take upon my yoke for my yoke is easy and my burden is light, Lord God. And Father, those that need healing in their body, Father, those that are battling addictions and strongholds, Lord God, we speak to those areas right now. Father, I speak to addictions, Lord God, in the name of Jesus, that you would dry up and you will have no place to plant your feet, that you will be cast off of people and that you would be removed. And those that are battling sickness and diabetes and cancer and even those with vision and hearing problems, in the name of Jesus Christ, receive the healing of God. We just blow the fresh wind of God, uh, the presence 
presence of the Lord upon your physical body that you may have a touch from heaven. Lord, I just thank you, Lord God. I speak to the cells in people's body, Lord God, even to the proteins and electrons and neutrons and, and, the, and the substances in people's bodies, that it shall line up with the word of God. Father, we release your light in the darkness, Lord God. And I thank you, Lord God, Father, that you have caused us to become overcomers through the blood of Jesus, Lord. And Father, there's no principality or demon that is too strong for you, Lord God. For even at your word, you said that on the cross, you made a public spectacle of them all. And Father, we place Satan underneath our feet according to the word and the blood of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. And I just feel real quick to just pray over those that may be experiencing delays that are in here, that are online. Um, and we just come together right now in the name of Jesus, God. We just break the back of the enemy that would try to bring delays over finances, over miracles, over uh, 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 things that we're pressing and needing answers. God, even I ask that you would give clarity, God, God, to those, oh Jesus, that, that seem as if they're in the midst of confusion and don't know what step to take, what step to make, even in business. God, with a business expansion, I just hear that in my spirit, that someone even in the business um, field uh, with their job or needing clarity. Lord, we just speak clarity over them. God, they would begin to understand and have the understanding of who they are in you, God. God, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that uh, that that we just call forth acceleration. God, where the enemy would try to bring delays, we, we reverse that in the name of Jesus. And we speak acceleration to your promises. Acceleration, oh God, to the things that you promised for us, oh God. Lord, we just thank you for it. We thank you that you have called us, oh God, to be the head to be above, to not not to be beneath, Lord Jesus, in any aspect of our life. God, even for those that are praying and crying out for salvation for their children, I feel that heavily, oh God, that, that you would just begin to, we just ask, Lord God, that you would draw um, these, these ones that have strayed away or maybe who have never experienced salvation, but we call them into the kingdom. God, we ask that you would draw them in with your love, that you would draw them in, God, uh, and we just call them forth to the kingdom right now that they would just leave their addictions that they would leave they wouldn't even desire those things anymore god that they would just they would just wake up and be like i don't even want to do that god and i just thank you lord jesus that there would be a total turnaround in their life we declare it god we thank you lord jesus that where your word says that where two or three are gathered in your name according to your will oh god god that that anything all things are possible oh god that that when we come together into agreement God, and praying for things that are according and aligned up with your will and with your purposes and your promises. God, that it shall happen. It's not a question. It's not a, it's not a gamble. <laughs> it's, it's a definite change. It's a definite intervention, oh God, that it's a definite answer, Lord, that you will move and that you hear us when we pray. You hear us when we cry out to you, Lord. God, I come against tormenting spirits right now. God, those that can't sleep, that literally are hearing demonic voices, I know that there's somebody that's dealing with that, and we silence the mouth of the enemy. God, and there are areas in our life where we have opened up doors for demonic activity. We repent right now we close those doors where we have opened up and entertained demonic spirits in the name of Jesus God and we ask God that you would bring healing to our soul that the enemy would not have any hold in our life God and we thank you Lord Jesus for peace we surrender ourselves solely to you Lord in Jesus name 
Amen. Amen. Well, you have something you want to share? Well, this has been a good broadcast here. And uh, I believe God has some great things in store for us. And Bethany was talking about delays. And uh, I think I think one of the things to pray is for some suddenlies. Amen. You know, yes. Amen. Peter Peter was in prison, and and suddenly there came a sound. You know, the angel of the Lord came in suddenly, and their chains begin to drop off. You know, suddenly things begin to change, things begin to happen. So, I think when you start encountering delays, start praying for suddenlies. And God will come in and begin to break those chains, break the bondage, and pull you out of that imprisonment that you're in and bring you into a place that God uh, wants you to be at. And uh, did you have something else you want to say? Well, as soon as you started saying suddenly, my mind was just flashed into the scripture. And, and I don't know where it is. If I had time to Google, I could find it real quick. But when the prophet was standing there, they were in a, they were in a valley, and it was a desert, and it was dry. And he said, tomorrow... Come on, tomorrow, it's a suddenly, tomorrow the Lord is going to fill this valley with running water, essentially is what he was saying. And next day the valley was flooded with water. Listen, that was a suddenly, but here, here's the thing, and, and, and this is where I wanted to mention too when you were talking about it, it just went off in my spirit. Sometimes when we think we need a suddenly, we think we need a change. Like something has to change. But the Lord used a valley that was dry already there to bring the suddenly. Right. And I just want to encourage you that sometimes you don't need a change. Come on, you don't need a change. You just need a suddenly to show up in your current existing space. Amen. And so sometimes I think sometimes we walk by miracles. We leave miracles on the side because we're saying, oh, when I get to this place, oh, when I get to that place. But God wants to do a miracle where you are now. He wants to bring us suddenly when what you have now. And so that just went off of me. And I was like, I've got to share that because we don't need a new place. You just need the Lord to fill the valley where you're standing. That's good. That is very good. You know, sometimes we're looking for something outside of where we are. And God has everything, everything arranged for you there. You just need your valley full. Amen. And increase to come. And I believe increase is coming. I believe we're in the days where there's going to be some rapid increase in people's lives and people are going to begin to rejoice because of what God is doing in their life and through their life. And as a result of that, you're able to do more in the kingdom than you ever thought you'd be able to do. Mm -hmm. I believe there's suddenlies all around us and we just have to ignite those things with our faith. You know, when, when um, Paul and Silas was in the prison, um, man, they wasn't worried about anything. They began to praise God in the mi at midnight. And some of your changes will come in the midnight hour. And uh, all the gates, all the doors were open. The chains was, was dropped off of them. And the guards were in a panic because they thought for sure that all the prisoners had left. And yeah. Paul said, we're all here and counted for. You don't have to worry about it. We're not, we're not running from anything. You know, it, there's a lot of people that 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 um, you're needing a suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. You're needing a suddenly in your life right now. Yeah. And I believe God is there to perform a miracle in your life and bring you through your problem, yeah. or or bring a flood in the midst of your valley, yeah. so that you can be refreshed. And so we're gonna pray with you that uh, your suddenlies begin to start happening and happen rapidly. And you know, when you said suddenlies, 
uh, it did spark something. I mean, I told you mm -hmm. I didn't have anything to say. But <laughs> I, um, I was wondering if you had a temperature or something <laughs> saying you didn't have anything to say. <laughs> I know. But I wanted to just say that, you know, when I preached on suddenlies years ago and did research on it, the word suddenly means unexpectedly. And last night, somebody uh, asked me something, and then I thought of, I felt it again, you know, when you were saying that a minute ago, that sometimes our challenges come in because we are wanting it to be done a certain way, and we have our own plan for how we surmise that God was going to do things, but God never is going to do it the way that we think. Because he's a sovereign God, and he's a jealous God, and he's going to get all the glory for it. So if he followed our outline for how we think he should do it, we would get the glory. Yeah. He wouldn't get the glory. So he's going to do the suddenlies, and they're going to be unexpectedly yes. in your life, you know, and come from unexpected resources, unexpected sources unexpected uh, strategy that he will drop into your spirit or maybe there won't even be a strategy. It'll just be a surprise yeah. the way God's going to do the things that he's going to do, you know, and I come in agreement with you with that word that God's going to do some suddenlies for people. Bethany was talking about breaking the power of the delayer and I love that. I remember when she first preached that many years ago and how that there, the scripture gives us a strategy for how to break the power of the delayer, you know. And, um, and Josh, you know, when you began talking about the names of Jacob's sons, every one of the names of his sons is such great significance with it, you know. And uh, it's just awesome to see how that God will come in and, like you said, uh, take a supplanter <laughs> and then cause all of this massive uh, growth reproduction to take place for his will and his purposes to be accomplished so just you know you might feel like you're struggling in so many areas tonight and you feel like everything's not going the way that you wanted it to go or you thought it would go but trust God trust God you know he's he's gonna do some things that will surprise you they will amaze you and you know uh, that passage when Jesus was performing miracles in the New Testament, there's one place where it says that everyone was amazed and they said, we've never seen it on this fashion. We've never seen things happen like this. We've never seen God do a work and turn things around this way. And so he wants to surprise you. Yeah. You know, as uh, grandparents, as parents, we've always loved to surprise our kids, you know. I remember... Uh, Years ago, when we bought Bethany her first car, we wanted to surprise her with that car. And we were eating at a restaurant. At that time, we were displaced from our home and our church in the New Orleans area. We didn't have a church building facility. We were meeting in rented, borrowed places that we could rent to have services. And we were living in a vacant parsonage in Vicksburg, Mississippi. And so we went to a restaurant that she liked in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm -hmm. It was just about a 45-minute ride for her birthday. And we um, gave her some gifts at the table, and then we gave her a gift bag. And in the bottom of it was the keys to the car that we had purchased for her. 
and um, we didn't tell her where the car was. She had to go out into the parking lot and do the little, you know, clicking thing on the remote so she could find the car, you know, because there's a great pleasure in being able to surprise yeah. the people that you love. Yeah. You know, you don't want them to just know everything that's going to happen. This right. is just fun to right. just surprise them and, and shower blessings upon them. And God's our Heavenly Father. Yeah. How much greater does He Amen. find pleasure in doing these amazing things for yeah. us in our lives and to surprise us and to shower us with His blessings and favors? So yeah. expect the unexpected. unexpected. Yeah. God wants to do some awesome things. Amen. So we're going to pray for you that your suddenlies begin quickly. Amen. Of course, I mean, that's kind of a double deal that they'll begin quickly <laughs> um, in our in the time that, that you're needing those things to come Amen. about. So I want to pray with you before we end this broadcast. Well, thank you for joining us. Remember, uh, Prophet Robin Bullock will be here with us at the end of um, April first uh, couple of days of May. We'll be two days here in Gonzales, uh, two days in New Orleans, and we're expecting a great move of God's Spirit. I'm expecting some great things to come out. I'm expecting a great word to come forward, and uh, we'd love for you to be there. If you can't be there, then join us online. We'll be broadcasting the first two, uh, just because that's where our equipment is uh, out here in Gonzales. And then uh, we'll be recording those in New Orleans, but uh, we won't be able to broadcast them at that point. So anyway, we're going to pray with you. If, if you if you need information on that, go to our website, praisechurchoflouisiana.com. If you want to be a partner with us, join us. And uh, there's a place that you can give. We deeply appreciate your giving. And, uh, you know, just ask God what, what he would have you to do. And uh, I believe that he'll meet the needs that we have. We love you, and I want to pray with you real quickly. Father, I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for those that are watching today. Father, those that need a miracle in their body, those that need healing, oh God. Father, I ask you, Lord, that you would perform that. Lord, your word says it's by, by your stripes we've been made whole. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, today, there are people that need some suddenlies to happen in their life. There's, there's some that need a new job, Lord. Father, that the strain of all of this pandemic has been uh, very heavy on the hearts and on the lives of people. And Father, they have depleted their, their savings. And Lord, we ask you right now that you'd cause some suddenlies to come into their life, that that peace would come, that they're not having to worry about uh, where the next dollar is coming from, oh God. Father, I ask you, Lord, that your hand would be upon them, that you would guide them and direct them, Lord. Father, we call forth the suddenlies in their life right now, that you'd meet every need that they have, Lord, that you'd touch them physically, spiritually, mentally, oh God, physically, Lord. Touch them and begin to minister to each one. Now, Lord, we praise you, and we thank you for what you're doing. And we pray this in the precious name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen. We love you. Thank you for joining us tonight, and we'll see you again real soon.